Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Boardroom Buddies podcast. Each podcast is themed and I interview and ask questions from a specialist who's also the owner of a small business, just like us. If you're a business owner of a micro business, then I hope that this sparks your thinking, answers some questions that you may have, and that you get some tips on the subject that helps you move your business forwards. I do hope that you enjoy the podcast. I very much enjoyed recording it. Hello, and welcome to this week's podcast. Happy New Year to you. And if you're listening to this, you may have spent a little bit of time at the beginning of this year to look at your business, maybe make some plans, put some things in place. Now, for some people, it may be that they need to network more. And that's certainly my case. So this week's episode is with the amazing Jamie Stewart, and he runs Circle Networks. And I interviewed him a few months ago, back in 2022. And Jamie will tell us more about how relationship marketing is so key to you developing your business, and also that we are more natural networkers than we actually think. Enjoy the podcast. So today's episode is all about networking and relationship marketing, really. And the reason I'm doing this topic today is because when I talk to business owners, they very often say, well, why do I need to network? What's that all about? What's the point in that? And then some of them don't know where to start. And how do you choose which network to join? How do you know it's going to work for you? And so today I've roped in a specialist, <laughs> Jamie Stewart of Circle Networks. Hi. So welcome, Jamie, and thanks for joining me today. So Jamie, you're a coach and a trainer, and really I would regard as the specialist in relationship marketing and networking, and you run Circle Networks, uh, uh, which is a great network, and I'm a member, and I love that. So Jamie, really I'm going to bombard you with questions now. That's good. I'm prepared. I am prepared for this. Yeah. So, when someone says, "Do I need to network?" What, what, you know, what, what would you say to that? I think we, if we're in business, we all network naturally. Mm. We just do it without thinking about it. Yeah. So we will. I remember when I first started my business. When I left corporate, the first thing I did was ask one of my friends, who had already been in business, "Can you recommend an accountant to me?" So we all have networks of different kinds. It's just perhaps not structured business networking to begin with. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it, there's various different types of networks that we've got. So I met someone the other day. So we took the youngest daughter to football on a Saturday morning and I was chatting with one of the other dads and I just happened to ask him what he did. A couple of days later, we're chatting on the phone and having a business call and he's coming along to visit Circle Networks. Brilliant. And I've already introduced him to a couple of people. So, mm. so we're, we all, we're all naturally inquisitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we have a problem sometimes, if you think pre-Google, what did we do? We would ask the people that we knew for stuff. Mm. And, and it's just developed and developed since then. So, so I think we all network. Mm-hmm. Okay. You say that we're all sociable. We all kind of like to network and, and meet people. 
and curious about people, and I guess that's true, but what about if you are the sort of person that, you know, isn't very outgoing, doesn't really like going into a room full of people that they don't know? What, what would you say to them? So I, I, it's ironic that I now have a, a networking business because when I first left corporate and started my own business, I didn't want to go networking. Part of the reason for starting my own business was so that I could be around for the kids more and take the kids to school. And most of the networking at the time, nine, ten years ago, was breakfast networking. So that gave me a great excuse to say no. I was, ner I was that nervous person that didn't want to go. I'd been once or really? twice to some things. Yep. <laughs> That's um, surprising. It is. <laughs> and, and so I'm very good at masking my emotions, I think. Um, perhaps not as much now. I'm a bit more often with people, but I used to be that shy person. I used to hate walking into a room. Mm. Even now, I can feel my hands getting clammy talking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. I think there's, there's a few things that you can do. We now have online networking, mm. which is what Circle Networks is all about. So during lockdown, everybody had to transition to online mm. and make it work. So, so if you don't want to leave the house and dip your toe into something, then there are lots of, and I don't just mean ours, but there are lots of different online networking mm. places that you can go to. Yeah. Or if you want to go to an in-person one because you're more comfortable doing stuff face-to-face, -face, find someone that you can go with. Yes. And, I, and yes. I think that's an easy stepping stone for yeah. people. So who do you know who's in business or what Facebook groups are you in? Or ask on LinkedIn maybe who can recommend some groups. And then have a chat with the people that run them. So yeah. I, I had a call with someone this morning um, about something different, about doing another uh, Zoom interview with them. And she said, so tell me about your networking. And we had a chat about that and she said, that sounds like something. I don't like those um, structured events where you go into a big room and you get 40 seconds to do your pitch. It just felt like a lot of pressure for me. Mm, and, yeah, and I think one yeah. of the things when we started Circle Networks, we wanted it to be a relaxed place for people. Mm, not yeah. so. And you know, Jackie, you like it. We, we encourage people to start with, in a small group, so we put people mm. into breakout rooms in our format. Yeah. So you're generally with two or three other people at a time. So it's not intimidating. It's like those, mm. when you first arrive at an event and you stood having a coffee with somebody, that's the, the mm. kind of feel that we've wanted to recreate. And we encourage people to start with, tell us a bit about yourself when you're not working yeah. and what you like to do. And that throws people, because for a lot of people, we mm. define ourselves by our job title. And when we start talking, because we know this stuff, yeah. not, like for me, so I've got three kids, I've got two dogs, I like drinking gin, um, I like a good curry, I'm from the Lake District, and you can see people nod, and then all of a sudden they'll pick up on one of those things. I used to be a scuba diver, and the number of people, when I say that, go, oh, I've always wanted to try scuba diving, or I used to mm. dive as well. Yeah. So once we, if you, my, so my biggest tip is, have some good questions that you're comfortable with asking people, so that they start chatting. Yeah. So, so I think a lot of people feel like, what have I got to say when I go networking? Mm. If you just had some questions, so tell me about what you do. Yeah. What, why was it you wanted to become a coach? Mm. Um, yeah. Tell me about your clients. What makes, you know, just some open-ended questions that gets the other person talking. Yeah. It takes, takes the pressure off you. Mm. You only need three or four of those, and you ask those to all the different people that you meet, yeah. you'll hardly have to say a word. Yeah. I think that was um, quite a nice thing when Circle first started. You know, we didn't open with, hello, I'm Jackie Casey and I'm a coach. We opened with, so outside of work, 
I like to do my garden, I like baking, you know, those kinds of things. And it was, it, it was a bit of, it kind of threw a few people, I think, yeah. but it was so much easier to then go into talking about your business and what you do for a living. We, we had a first time person come this morning. She said at the end, do you know what, I've really enjoyed it. And mm. you can see the look of surprise in people's faces because they've got this preconceived idea mm. of what networking is. Mm. And mm. we just, ours is different. So we're, we're, we do have some big events, but they're quarterly. So we're not big events. It's, it's more intimate networking. It's conversational and chatty. So I think the thing is, if you can find some people that you like, that you can go along and meet, either in person or online, and you don't know until you get there, mm. but dip your toe in the water. At yeah. the end of the day, I say to people, look, if Zoom crashes every now and again. So if you come to one of our events yeah. Yeah. and you don't like it, just leave. <laughs> you know, we're all pretty <laughs> we're all pretty forgiving with the internet nowadays, aren't we? So it's so we've given people a, an, an easy way to dip their toe into networking. Mm. Now, I'm of the opinion now that we need to be in more than one network. Right, okay. Because yeah. if you think, we used to get out a lot more. Mm -hmm. um, so we're not, as, as business owners, we're not going to see as many clients as we used to. When we do go and see them, there's, there's not as many people in the office. So we're not meeting the same volume of people that we used to. So you've got to be in multiple networks, I think. And I'm, I'm a little bit contradictory with that because some networks stop you being in other networks. Yes. Whereas I actively encourage people. Well, I tend to go to, you know, multiple different circle groups and, yeah. and feel that, oh, that's my different networks, that, really. And that's exactly it. So we've got some people that they go, you know what? Um, so with Circle Networks, all our events are fortnightly. Mm. So every Thursday morning, you're a member of the Worcester group, but you're also a member of Circle Networks, which mm. means you can go and visit any of yeah, our events. Yeah, yeah. So there yeah. will be some people that just go on a Thursday morning because that suits their diary. And if you come to our Monday night one, we're going to meet a different group of people. And, mm. and that's the beauty of what we offer, I think. Yeah. I, I've tried to be quite disruptive with this. Right. <laughs> on, on purpose, and for the same reason as well, we say that people buy from people. Mm, yes. And there is some networks, and I get why they have it, there are some networks that would only have one coach and one accountant and one mm. financial advisor. Yeah. But people buy from people. Mm -hmm. So yeah. if I went along and I met the accountant and I didn't hit it off with him and I didn't gel with him, I'm not going to give him my business or introductions just because he's the member. Mm. I think that there should be competition out there for people and, and it helps everybody up their game a little bit to be a bit nicer. Yeah, yeah. And so that, that kind of another question that I come across and kind of brings me, came into my head then was, so what about, because when I first started networking, I would network morning, noon and night. I then might have the odd coffee with somebody. I was meeting lots and lots and lots of people, but not getting referrals. And at first, I couldn't understand why. And actually, for a number of years, I couldn't understand why. You know, when you start looking at yourself, thinking, oh, it must be me, I'm odd or whatever. And maybe I am. Um, but then, of course, I learned about referral networking and referral relationship marketing. Yep. Um, and I know now why I didn't get so what? So what would you say? Okay, so my, my top tips from people. I think a lot of people hear, oh, you should just go networking and you'll get loads of business. Yeah. So you go along to a networking event and you 
do your pitch either virtually or in person you stand up and then you sit back and you wait for the barrage of referrals and business <laughs> yeah. to come in it doesn't happen like that generally what you've got to do is build relationships with people so just because i've met you today jackie so if we just met for the mm. first time i might really warm to you and we might find out that we've got some stuff in common and then i might go away and bump into somebody who's looking for a coach and then i can introduce them to you straight away it doesn't happen very often like that so we have to teach people so we've got to we'll meet somebody at a networking event and that's what i say to people we provide you a place to meet people you've got to then go away and work on building that relationship and and the thing that i say to people is if you were if you took on a salesperson how much time would you spend training them? Mm, and they'll generally yeah. say a week, two weeks, three weeks, could be even more. And I say, okay, so why would you expect someone to hear you speaking for 60 seconds or four minutes at a networking event and for them to be able to go away and be your best salesperson? And the penny drops at that point. Yeah. yeah. And then they go, ah, right, okay. Because and, and nobody ever comes back and tells us about the referrals that they mess up. So when we don't mm. teach somebody properly mm, and yeah. they go away and they think, oh, I can introduce this person to Jackie and, 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 and let's say I bump into somebody after we've mm. spoken today and I say, I know this person, Jackie, and she can do this, this, and this, and then they just go, no. Mm. I don't come back to you and go, I had a fantastic referral for you, but I completely messed it up. <laughs> so nobody ever tells us no, that no, stuff. No. So we have to teach people. So it starts off with building a relationship with them so there's an element of trust, mutual trust. And then we've got to give them some stories about our business. So let me tell you a story about a recent client. This was the problem that they had before they came. This is what I did for them, and this is the results that I've got. Perhaps when we need to tell them about what we charge. And, you know, we're very British. We don't like to talk about money and costs. So, but that's what people want to know. They want to know. So in order for me to teach you how to refer me, I need to tell you about the kind of people that I want to deal with. Not just, and, and this is, I've had bad referrals in the past. So I've had people that have been an absolute nightmare. So I now tell people I only want to deal with nice people. And they look at me and they laugh just like you are now. What do you mean you only want to deal with nice people? And I said, look, uh, you know, I, I've had clients where I've needed the money. Now I want clients that I like who pay me. And there's a difference. So I said to them, just, review, just introduce me to the nice people. So when you start teaching people, and it might be a particular industry sector, but it, you know, quite the majority of my clients have got dogs. Yeah. It's just a weird thing that happened. I would say 80% of my clients have got dogs. Most of them are family people. I would say a fair chunk of them like gym and socializing. So we have a lot of traits in, in common, not necessarily a specific niche or industry sector. Yeah. So, so think about what you want when you go networking. I hear so many people um, just say, can you introduce me to anyone who, <laughs> yeah. and nobody springs to mind. And I, what I say to people is just narrow it down for that specific event or even that particular breakout room that you're in where you give an example of, I'm looking for introductions to financial advisors. And then straight away, they're able to go through their mental Rolodex of all the connections that they've got and go, who do I know that's a financial advisor? Mm. Now next week, I might choose somebody different. But it's helping people out of, you know, like for me, I've got four and a half, 5,000 connections on LinkedIn. I checked the other day, I've got 3,000 contacts in my phone. Um, let alone all the people that I've worked with, yeah. friends, family, people that I've met. So you can probably round that up to 10,000 people. Yeah. So how am I going to pick anyone 
out of that 10,000 without a bit of help. Mm-hmm. Um, so know what you want. Yeah, I, I, when I think about um, the people in my Boardroom Buddies Mastermind, I know their businesses very well. And I'm able to ask questions, you know, if I'm out networking and someone mentions that they, you know, um, they might be looking for a, a, an internal auditor or they need to train in internal auditing or something like that. Um, I, I know the sorts of questions to ask. Yeah. And, and that just makes such a difference. So, and I've only got to that point because I've got the relationships with those people. Yeah. So, so going right back to your point, people go networking and don't get the results. Mm. So they expect quick wins. You've got to meet some people and then you've got to get to know them and teach them and help them to know what to spot for you. They, they equally they need to know some stuff about what do you charge, like you would teach a salesperson. Yes, and that's what yes. I say to people. Imagine you're teaching someone. They're not on your payroll, but imagine they're your salesperson. What would you need to teach? And, the, and it's just a, a shift in what they think and what they say then. Mm. And equally, you've got to learn the same stuff about them. Yes. Yes. And people forget yes. that sometimes. And yes. some people will go, well, I've, I've had a great one-to-one with Jackie or whoever it might be. I'm just going to sit back because she said that, or he said that they're going to go away and do this, this, and this. So I won't do my stuff until they've done theirs. And they're probably thinking the same thing. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I, I try and help people regardless of whether I think they're going to help me or not. Mm-hmm. So wherever I can, I'll do my best to help people. And I've got um, a post-it note on my pinboard next to me that says, I just need to help more people. And since the point that I wrote that, my business has continued to grow. That's brilliant, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the law of reciprocity, isn't it? Yes, I struggle yeah. to say that. What so goes around <laughs> what goes around comes around. <laughs> yeah, but definitely. Uh, so the more people that I help, naturally stuff comes back and, and people get involved with me. So, so what do you do if, if people are saying that they go networking and it, it's not working for them? Okay, so... We live in our own world, in our business, day in and day out. We understand it completely. Not everybody else does. So if we think that we've taught somebody what they need to know and they're not passing you referrals, just ask them. So what do you say to people about me and my business? So sense check what they actually know. And nine times out of ten, it's completely different to what we've told Mm -hmm. them. Yeah. So... That's a great way just to find out. If, if you're not getting the referrals that you want, ask some of the people that you think could be, what is it you say? Mm. Ask yeah. the, and, and then another one is, do you know what I'm looking for? Yeah, of course. We forget, to, we forget don't we? Just, I know I do. I forget to say what I'm looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so that's part of it. Are you giving other people referrals as well? And I think yeah. we've got yeah. to help. You've got to, give to, you've got to give to receive. I think, and it's, and and for some people, they're just just we can build a relationship with some people, and no matter what we do, they're never going to give us any any introductions. Mm-hmm. So at some point, you cut your losses with those people. Are you referable as well? You've got to ask yourself that question. So I remember at the start of lockdown, there was some people thrown into this world of Zoom, and they would yeah. have they would be on Zoom at a networking event in a t-shirt or a hoodie with the pile of ironing on the, the kitchen table behind them. And I'm thinking, you're a professional person in business. That doesn't match what you're trying to portray. So, mm-hmm. and, if you, and if you arrive late, mm. 
and you're not paying attention when other people are talking on Zoom, and you take a phone call even on Zoom, all of those things stop you being referable. And people forget that sometimes. So I, I, I do an example, so I'm conscious that this is like radio, so people can't see what I'm doing. But I'll lean into my Zoom screen, and, and I'll just tap on the keyboard, and people can tell when you're doing that. The, the, the camera starts to wobble a little bit, your eyes move in lines across the screen, and people do that instead of focusing on the person. We would never do that in a networking event in real life. So, so be present with the people is the biggest thing. Um, so be present, teach people, help people, um, and then check their understanding um, without making them feel stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think um, when, when we all jumped onto Zoom in the early days of the first round of lockdown, I think it was a, a new thing and, and it used to make me smile when you'd see maybe one or two of the politicians in their own setting with their, you know, their personal stuff yeah. around them yeah. and their untidy shelves and things like that. And I think over, the ta over time, most of us, I think, have learned that we need to dress our area as if it is our office, so to speak. You know, it needs to be un uncluttered and maybe tidy. And, and, and even what we wear. Yes, yes. I remember speaking to someone yeah. that I was coaching during the first lockdown and he was in professional services and he'd spent the, remember it was really hot, just like it is today. Mm -hmm. It was really hot the first summer of lockdown. So he'd spent it in shorts and a t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> and I said to him, what would you wear when you went to meet your dream clients? Mm. And he said, I'd probably wear um, a college shirt, a jacket, trousers or smart jeans. Maybe wouldn't wear a tie and a nice pair of shoes. And I, and I said, and what do you wear when you meet these people on Zoom? Just a t-shirt like this. And, <laughs> and the penny dropped for him. Yeah. And, and we were both going to an online networking event right afterwards. And he was a few minutes late and he turned up with a, a shirt with a collar on. Oh, and I've okay. never seen him online, not in a proper work yeah. shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it's people's perceptions. Yes. Absolutely. So I'm not yeah, saying that you, you know, yeah. there's some Zoom events where I've actually put my jacket on mm, because yes. I'm presenting and hosting. Yes. Um, it's, it's dressing appropriately. So mm. not quite to the standard that we would face to face, but keeping it in line yeah. with. Yeah, I, I think, I think we're, we're changing, aren't we? In yeah. terms of, you know, even when we meet now face to face, um, the way we dress is changing slightly. Everything is more relaxed. Yes, yes. definitely. Um, but you wouldn't, you know, I, I went to one of my coaching clients the other day and, and it was a hot day. She's still a client of mine. So I turned up in jeans, smart jeans and a polo shirt. So I think it might have even had a shirt. And she said to me, what are you doing wearing jeans? And I said, well, you're a client. Of course I would wear that. And she's like, look, I'm in shorts. Next time you come, you can wear shorts. But the first time yes. I kind yeah. of maintained that standard. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's... It's not quite the same online, but it's very close as what you would do in real life. Mm, yeah. Okay. Well, this is like personal branding, actually. Um, another podcast uh, that will come uh, later, probably I'll, I'll try and make it after this one, um, is uh, with a personal branding stylist. So that should be interesting. And she'll talk to us all about Zoom and all that kind of thing. So, um, so that's been really interesting. Um, I think pretty much you've covered most of the questions that I 
come across, you know, when talking to people. Um, so if if people want to get in touch with you, Jamie, what are your contact details? And so I'll answer that in a minute. Okay. But first, I think I avoided networking for four or five years before I eventually went, and that was only because one of my customers asked me repeatedly for four weeks, and I went along and joined. I've had hundreds of thousands of pounds worth of business from networking as a result of it. I've changed career and I've now got a new, two new businesses as a result of going networking. So you don't know what's going to come as a result of it. And if you, I, I liken it sometimes to social media. People have a love-hate relationship yes. with social media. That's me. Yeah, but you're still on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but some people go networking once and don't like it and then never go again. It's a great marketing channel for your business. So just like we need a website, we need a social media mm. presence, mm. networking is, a, is right up there with it. Mm. So, so that's why I say, and you don't always have to go networking to win clients. Mm. Some people come networking and treat it like a mini mastermind at Circle Networks. So you can come along and say, so I wasn't really feeling it this morning because working from home can be tough. Mm. And they come along and they just ask questions. I'm struggling with this right now. Has anyone got any tips? So it's a mini mastermind mm. that leads people on to join in mm. a, a permanent yeah. mastermind. Yeah. So, so that's my advice to people. Just dip your toe in, try a few different things. Just because you don't like one flavor doesn't mean you're not going to like the mm, rest. That's true. that's true, yeah. yeah. So, so, so that's my sort of final caveat. Um, if people are interested in connecting with me, Find me on LinkedIn, search Jamie Stewart Circle Networks, and it's Stewart, S-T-E-W-A-R-T. I've spent 49 years explaining how to spell that to people. <laughs> you can search on Facebook for Circle Networks, and we offer everybody a free 14-day trial to come along, okay. try it, see what you think. There's no pressure. Just dip your toe in. You might find that you like it. Right, brilliant. Thanks ever so much. That's been really, really interesting. Uh, to talk to you and, and thanks for answering those uh, questions and I hope it's been really helpful for I've you. really enjoyed it excellent nice to see you John thank you I do hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Boardroom Buddies podcast. Do subscribe for more podcasts and it would be lovely if you shared it on your favourite podcast platform. If you have any questions or you would like to talk any more on the topic, then do connect with me on LinkedIn or email me on jax, that's J-A-X, at jackiecasey.consulting. And thanks for listening.